Law enforcement is facing a number of challenges in 2020. Safety and funding are two of them. With these numerous challenges that they're facing, safety during traffic stops shouldn't be one of them. I'm your host, Penny Conway, and on today's all-new episode of Connections to Experience, we're going to talk about how electronic citations could increase safety, efficiency, and accuracy for your department. Welcome to the podcast, John and Mike. Hey, thanks. Great to be here. Yeah, great to be here with you, Penny. I am excited to talk about today's topic of law enforcement and electronic citations and really what that means for police departments and state and local government as well. But before we really get into the meat of it, why don't we go ahead and make some introductions? John, why don't we start with you, who you are, what you do, and what brings you to the podcast today? Yeah. Thank you, Penny. John Wiley. I'm a channel account manager for government and education with Zebra Technologies based out of Chicago. And Zebra works with partners around the country and around the world to provide all kinds of solutions for public sector like the e-citation that we're talking about today. Excellent. We are excited to have you and excited to learn what Zebra has to offer. Mike, how about you? What brings you to the podcast today? And tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Uh, yeah, 30 years in law enforcement, retired as the uh, police chief in Greenville, South Carolina, graduated from FBI National Academy back in uh, 2007. Never really seen myself on this side of the coin. Here I was on, you know, as a, as a police chief and, you know, working my way up through the department and purchasing the technology as an, as an end user, but not never imagined myself on the sales side. But being able to come in and provide reliable and dependable solutions like what Zebra is offering and working with the great people at Connection, you know, where I serve from the Cynic side of, of being able to be your subject matter experts and talking with uh, end users. And, and really the reason that I got involved in this is I've seen failed technology projects from the end user side before. And uh, I want to make sure that we're offering reliable and dependable solutions like what Zebra has to offer, you know, in public safety and be able to take pride in seeing the officers, these first responders out here as they serve protecting care on a daily basis with technology that they can purchase and integrate that's going to enhance their lives and enhance the public's lives that they're serving. Excellent. We are, I'm really excited to have this conversation with both of you because I, I think, you know, elephant in the room. Law enforcement is a huge topic right now. Everything from, like I said in the intro, safety, you know, how they interact with the public, all the way to a funding and what funding will or will not be available moving forward. And, you know, I was doing a little bit of research on this, this episode before we all got together here. And I was actually surprised to see that, and it's not something I think about often that something as simple as getting out of an officer getting out of their car and going to 
you know, maybe they, you know, I've been pulled over. I've, I've sped before. I've been on the side of the, I know you can't even believe it. Me, uh, the host of the podcast, <laughs> our producer, Rob is gasping, but you know, you're, you're on a highway in a lot of these situations and you've got cars that are going by at 65, 75 miles an hour. And it didn't even dawn on me sort of that risk that a law enforcement agent is taking on just by stepping out of the car on a highway. What is, you know, in your experience, Mike, you've kind of lived this before. What what does that look like for an officer? What is the reality that, you know, an incident could occur when they're outside their car just doing a traffic stop? You know, outside of all of the noise that we're hearing, just the the accident part of things. So what have you seen in your experience? I think you make a, a good point there because what you have to realize is the two most dangerous calls for an officer to go on is a traffic stop and a domestic violence uh, situation. And so if you sit down and look at the analysis that's been performed on officers hurt in the line of duty or officers killed in the line of duty, those are your two most prevalent calls. So wow. what we're so what we're trying to do with the introduction of technology is actually enhance their lives by minimizing the amount of time that they're there and being able to provide them with as much intel as they need to make quick accurate decisions and and be able to defend themselves, you know, in a traffic stop situation. I think, too, also you have to find, realize what did officers say? Hey, in 1984, when I got involved in law enforcement, I mean, I know that seems like a, a long time ago, you know, over my 30 uh, year career. But we didn't have technology as traffic stop was made by uh, me picking up my radio. I'm seeing the violation, me picking up my radio calling it into headquarters, calling the description of the vehicle out, the tag number, description of the individual that I seen inside the car uh, where I was making the uh, traffic stop. And I went into this blindly. You know, that's without any technology, you're just like you talked about. You're making the traffic stop. You're exiting uh, your, your patrol car and you're making the approach. In this day and time, you have the technology, just like uh, what John will talk about with, with Zebra from an e-citation standpoint, that, that really enhances the officer's safety and really enhances the overall management of traffic stops. So, so think about this. Back in 1984 and, you know, for, for years after that, and even to some degree in some small departments that we that we see today, I had a metal clipboard. That was my uh, handwritten uh, instant report. I had a, a smaller metal clipboard that had my traffic citation in that. So we'll use you, Penny, as an example. You know, since you said you was uh, <laughs> stopped before, you know, what did the officer do? The officer asked for your driver's license and registration. Yeah. Okay. So then he or she had to go back to that patrol car and get out their pen and, and sit there and write all of the information down. And that's when I start sweating, right? right. When yeah. they're sitting and in the you're, car you're, for you're that wondering, long. <laughs> you're wondering, like, what's going on back there? But so, so you had to do that. And then, you know, the information on your driver's license, as far as the date of birth, male, female, uh, you know, all, all of that, height, weight, everything had to be handwritten. And you actually had to flip it up. It was It was four carbon copies of a ticket. And you had to go to the third copy and actually write that information down. So look at the time that it was taking uh, for you to on this traffic stop. Now, mm. let's let's move to today. We move to today and we see a, a vendor like Zebra 
that has knows the importance of introducing technology was actually a founding member on the Citation Coalition. You know, that's how much forethought that they that they have on this. But now I'm able to bring that same driver's license and registration, scan them. It automatically populates. Uh, I don't have to go to any third copy of of the citation and write down all of your essential information. And when I issue the the ticket. I'm only having to add in just a few things, such as, you know, what the violation was, where the location and the court date. And that minimizes the amount of time that an officer is involved in that traffic stop and thus minimizes the amount of time that it would take for them to possibly be hurt or killed in a traffic stop situation. What would your estimate be? Because I'm, I'm trying to, it's been a long, I can say this, it's been a long time since I've been pulled over, but I was actually cleaning out my glove box the other day. And I am one of those people that when the officer asks for my registration, I have four years worth of registrations right. that I'm trying to figure out which one's the right one. But I happened to find I was in a little bit of a fender bender and I, I found like the yellow copy of the accident report that had the other guy's name on it, my stuff on it. And I immediately, this as I was prepping for this podcast, that immediately came to mind because I was like, oh, I this de- police department in my local area must still be doing this type of citation where I didn't get a fine or anything. But if they're doing that for, you know, a fender bender, are they using it for speeding tickets or whatever it might be, other sort of citations. What would your estimate be of, you know, law enforcement agencies across the country that are still doing it this old way versus maybe starting to adopt these new technology solutions that are out there that offer, you know, reduced time on the road and a more, you know, sort of efficient process? It all really concentrates back to funding, and really you have to look at it by state. So I think you have to realize there's 17,000 police agencies out there. Wow. 90% of them are 25 officers or less. Sure, you see the NFL top cities, your New Yorks, your LAs, your Miamis, and, you know, looking at those progressive, you know, solutions, you know, like Zebra offers to be able to have those, you know, in their patrol cars and perform the e-citation service. But then when you get into the, all those smaller uh, police departments, it really comes by funding. And what you have seen is some states have said, okay, hey, here's how we're going to introduce e-citations in reference to all the departments within the state. And if they provide funding from that, whether it's from a federal grant that comes down to the state for disbursement uh, from that, or if it's from a state funding, and, and generally, you know, we in law enforcement know that whether it's a federal grant or a state grant, the reason that it's put into that grant format, that funding is put in that grant format, so they can track the success of it. So when you really look at it, I've I wouldn't know a percentage, you know, in reference to how many is using it, but, you know, uh, a lot of the smaller departments, you know, just do not have the funding to be able to to implement this type of, you know, solution at this point. But what I do think is this is, you know, here we're hearing the groups protesting, uh, 
you know, in this day and time in reference to, you know, defunding police. And that's on one side of the coin. But on the other side of the coin, they're looking for uh, they're calling for transparency and accountability. Well, how do you achieve transparency Mm -hmm. and accountability? You cannot cut the police budget. You've got to be able to appropriately fund it and be able to integrate, purchase and integrate technology such as this to be able to have that accountability and transparency. I mean, when you're talking about these citations, what you were talking about there is the FR10, that form that you get that you have to take as far as proof of insurance to your insurance company. And so Zebra makes printers, you know, not only do Will they will they print out for the e citation? But they'll print out you know those forms in reference to that. That goes in with software for your records management system, software for computer aided dispatch, and so that all has connectivity. and uh, And you're able to the same way as I was talking about. You're able to scan in. If, if I was, I hate to use you as an example again, but since you was in, since you was involved, <laughs> I opened the door. Since she was involved in the fender bender, then you know it's you and another individual as far as the uh, the drivers that have had the accident. And so I'm, once again, just like an uh, e-citation, I'm asking for your driver's license, your registration, just like what you talked about. I'm able to scan that in automatically. So that automatically populates. So therefore, if I've got that typically in the past, back to my old steel clipboard there, is I had to handwrite all of that. Now all of this is automatically populated for me. And think about this. You're in enhancing the abilities of that officer and the service to the citizens by minimizing the time that the officer is there working that uh, traffic accident for you, prints out those FR10 forms. If somebody got a citation, there's the citation again. And then that officer can go about his or her own way. Formally, it would take an hour or or more just to work a uh, traffic uh, accident. And so what you're doing by integrating this technology, this Zebra technology into your patrol cars in this day and time is you're enhancing really your response times. And that plays well with your mayor and councils around, uh, you know, around the country because, you know, they can stand back and say, hey, listen, during during the time that I was uh, uh, on council, then uh, I provided funding for our police department that implemented these citations that, you know, mm. created connectivity in the patrol car to where we have the mobility. No longer does the officer have to come and leave his or her beat and come back to the police department to perform essential functions. I'm keeping them on his or her beat by having this connectivity and being able to have everything. I mean, you think about it in this day and time, the patrol car with the technology that you can provide in there is more like a you know a cockpit of a of an airplane and and so and and you think about it the officers that are utilizing that grew up with technology you know they grew up with with phones with with tablets and being able to utilize that it enhances their safety enhances their efficiency and then enhances the overall efficiency of the city or county as a whole and thus uh, that's where you start seeing, you know, real progress in the en- enhancement of services as they're serving, protecting, and caring on a daily basis. Yeah, it, you know, it seems I, I look at it and always, but sometimes I have a very, uh, a, you know, working in technology and offering a vast variety of solutions and knowing about them. Everything kind of seems like a no brainer to me. Like, why wouldn't someone do this? But then I look back pre pandemic and I, so many things companies did not take advantage of that were a no brainer. 
that put them in a very precarious position when everything happened. Uh, John, I want to kind of uh, ask some some questions from your side, because I, I think one of the things we always, one thing Rob and I have always said on the podcast is, a lot of things aren't technology problems, or it's not an IT problem, but there is an IT or technology solution that can make everybody's life better. And at some point, there has to be the cost of not doing something has to be greater than the actual cost of doing something. And Mike, you alluded to, you know, smaller agencies being able to get funding from the state level or funding from a government. But you know, I'm listening to all the things that are going into the citation process, the pulling the car over, doing all of the the work to identify, you know, who's in what the vehicle is, calling back in, taking copies of licenses, handwriting things out. And then I'm assuming we haven't even got to yet, but how that all runs through the court system and how many times that information is being re-entered from a hard copy of something. So John, when we look at sort of the cost of doing nothing versus the cost of doing something, is there really a significant, I'm sure there's an initial investment, but what does this long-term strategy look like from a funding you know, standpoint for maybe a large department or a smaller department if they were to implement this? I'm assuming there has to be some sort of savings here that makes sense that maybe we just need to break down and help people understand what that looks like. Yeah, Penny, there's there's one piece that always applies, and that is on the back end with, uh, with the courts, because the reality is that with handwritten citations, sometimes they get thrown out for one reason or another. Anyone who's accused of a serious infraction is going to come in with a lawyer, and it's their job and their experience to get that citation challenged or thrown out. Uh, and comes down to everything from legibility to being able to prove that the information is accurate. And what Mike uh, took us through earlier, the scenario of what the officer is having to deal with as he or she is writing the citation. There's so much going on. There's danger. There's many distractions that sometimes it's incomplete or it's inaccurate or it can be challenged. So you get higher percentage of the citations successfully, promptly, process through the courts, and that's revenue for the county or the municipality. That revenue is important. But there's another component in some e-citation deployments, which is truly a self-funding deployment. And in these cases, many municipalities or counties will add a fee to each citation, and that fee covers the cost of the initial deployment of the technology and keeping it up to date so that every time there's a citation that helps fund the deployment. Oh, okay. Oh, you know what? I actually saw something about that. It was Uh like there are a couple of states that have passed legislation that adds like a $5.50 fee to help sort of get the dollars to self-fund, as you're saying. I think I just brought that home for myself. (laughs) So how does, with the, you know, we're seeing a couple of states start to pass that legislation. Are you seeing that more broadly across the board? Is that something that can be done more on a state and local level or I mean a city level or is it have to be mandated by a state in order for a department to look to put something like that in place to help them self-fund? Yeah, it's not 100%, but it's becoming more and more widespread. It does depend on on the local uh, laws. But Mike, what would you say in response to that? 
I think you made a great point, John, uh, because that is uh, truly one of the funding sources that provides uh, some of this. I know I mentioned Penny earlier grants that, that, that are coming down. Asset forfeiture has been used uh, some in the past. But two, you know, for those in the audience, we can come in and actually sit down with you because when, when you're putting these grants together, you are defining the scope of your project. In that scope of the project, you are actually setting down and defining how this is going to enhance uh, your abilities. Even if you was going to mayor and council and ask for money, the first thing out of their mouth is going to be, how is this going to uh, in- enhance the services of the police department? Uh, and and so the Department of Justice, Bureau of Justice Administration, they ask the same questions, you know, so you have to define that. And being able to sit down and help those in the audience that, that are looking at these type of solutions and actually add the enhancers for the scope of uh, your project would be, you know, of tremendous value that we can come in and, uh, and add. And I knew you asked that question earlier and I wanted to make that point, but there is various uh, funding streams sometimes that you have to think outside the box. You know, we all know that in the police department and city government, 90% of your budget is salary and benefits. So you've got that 10% over here. So you have to look outside of that. So I think, you know, as me being a subject matter expert, working with Connection, you know, working with chiefs and sheriffs and fire chiefs and EMS directors around around the country, then being able to come in and say, hey, listen, this is, uh, th- this is a funding stream that you might not have thought about to be able to come in and then being able to offer a contract vehicle uh, as well. You know, hey, it, it, if I can utilize a contract vehicle, I'm going to use it 10, 10 out of 10 times because I don't have to put out an RFP. I don't have to go through all that heart, headache. So that's another value add that Connection offers that you're able to, to utilize. So in other words, you've got the solution. You've got the a possible funding stream. And then you've got a contract vehicle to use. So that's really uh, everything that you need. And then what you get out of it is what we've been talking about in our conversation today is your officers are going to appreciate you because uh, you've enhanced their, their abilities. Your court system is going to appreciate you. And that really help solve cases. Uh, you know, in the past, okay, let's 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 think about that that citation, that that handwritten citation. It goes back in, you got to pay a data entry clerk to to be able to sit there and type that, enter it into the system. How many days does it take for that to be entered in the system? This, when you have an e-citation, it goes directly into the system. And so if I'm an officer in New York City and I've written a citation to somebody and then they, uh, you know, they get across the river there over into New Jersey that an officer over there stops them. Then they're able to see in the system that, hey, uh, this person was just stopped over in New York. And really, when you start looking at that, that could put a person in a particular area where an incident just occurred, you know, it might be a, an unsolved crime of, of some degree, and, and you're able to put your suspect in that vicinity just by being able to have this resource at, at your fingertips. And that's another part of the solution that Zebra offers. They have tablets that, you know, the ruggedized tablets that you can place in the patrol cars that gives you a full solution. You know, you've got your ruggedized uh, tablet to where you have that computer-aided dispatch software, the records management software, your e-citation software, and then having your your printers uh, there, your scanners, all of that is a full solution that Zebra offers to 
address the problems. And, and really, that's what law enforcement is looking at. Hey, how do I address this problem? How can I enhance my services? They might not really know, but being able to lean on, you know, connection, being able to lean on subject matter experts, being able to to lean on a vendor that, like I said earlier, has had enough uh, forethought and vision to be involved in the, the e-citation uh, coalition and, and provide these reliable and dependable solutions, that's going to help you on a daily basis and on a long-term basis as well. That's a great point. One of the first things that you said when in your introduction, Mike, was that you never thought that you'd be on this side. With all of your years in law enforcement and your training and your entire career, um, being focused on that, being on the other side. And I, I wonder how many leaders in the law enforcement space have, you know, sort of that that same feeling. They've been on the uh, it sounds funny. They've been on the side of the law for so long that uh, they understand that, you know, maybe how they're doing it today isn't the best way, isn't the most efficient way, isn't the most accurate way. One of the stats that I had read from the um, E-Citation Coalition said that if a department has five or 20 officers that are writing five citations a day, it can be over 1,600 hours of additional work in terms of the time that they're spending writing these, what happens when it it leaves them, which in some cases could be the cost of that could account for a whole nother body, a whole nother officer um, on the force. And I think when we start looking at things like that, it, it can come home for someone who maybe isn't entrenched in technology or always thinking about what tech they should implement or what the business case is for what they're doing. So I love your sort of your tips and how a department or how a law enforcement agency should really approach this is how much waste is there? You know that there's a problem. Now let's uh-huh. see if we can sort of quantify what the waste of time is, where we're being being inefficient and start building those proposals that pull in solutions like Zebra has, pulls in the expertise that Connection and Synex can offer and and let us do what we're good at while you do what you're good at, which is protecting and serving and and doing all of those great things. I want to, you know, kind of ask as we sort of come to a close here, I I think the we've stated the very obvious that there's an awesome solution uh, that is all encompassing from Zebra, from the ruggedized tablets to the printers to the scanners, everything. We say mobile trailblazer a lot as a persona Mm -hmm. in the tech world. And I think um, police officers are the true mobile trailblazer with their office and their car. You know, Once someone hears this and says, yes, I know this is a problem. Yes, I understand self-funding. Yes, I understand what's out there. What action would you suggest that they take within their department to start making steps to make this a reality for them? Well, I think the first thing you do is lean out to connection to bring them in. But I think that like what you just mentioned just a second ago, that statistic that you mentioned, that is what I'm talking about as far as putting it in the scope of your grant. So the, the first thing you can do is uh, start start setting down and determining, hey, you realize this is a great solution. You realize that it's something that's going to enhance your officer's safety and going to enhance the efficiency of your overall department and your service to your citizens. So sit down and start looking at funding. Uh, those funding streams. Start looking at your contract vehicles that you'll be able to uh, to utilize. Uh, 
you know the solution. We've talked about the solution uh, today. Yeah. So Connection can be able to actually connect you with John and to find uh, people at, at Zebra to come in and show you the solutions and start getting that visibility. And, you know, hey, before I've let a council member or, or something see the solution, yeah. you know, as we're, as, as we're demoing it. But, but what I'm talking about, about reaching out Connection, Connection can help you in reference to trying to find a possible funding stream, looking at, uh, you know, possible demo equipment, looking at the, uh, the the solutions as a whole, and and then a, helping you identify how this is going to enhance your efficiency. And then that's when you present it, you know, whether it is through funding that you're seeking on the state or national level, or whether it's through mayor and council, whatever your funding stream that you're uh, looking at, d- identify that. But I think, uh, you know, the reason that we're, you know, sitting here having this discussion is to let people know, hey, Connection has all that to offer. Reach out to Connection and then allow us to come in and sit down and, and talk with you and help you identify some of these you know, key points in, in integrating this solution in, into your department. Excellent. And I, I think you pointed out something very important there is get your mayor, get your council, get the courts. We often work and I, I do it in my own job and my own life. We work in these small bubbles of things that we think, you know, we're only we're in charge of and we need to come up with the solution. But typically in a lot of situations, these things hit so many other um, departments and agencies. And I, I think what both of you brought up around the efficiency and accuracy in the court system and across state lines is a huge, huge bonus and can all be built in sort of that that RFP or that proposal that you want to bring forward for funding. So awesome topic today. I think, like I said at the front, safety and funding. And John, you mentioned, both of you mentioned transparency. This seems like really low-hanging fruit to identify funding sources that can help you put technology in place that can increase your efficiency and your accuracy. And I think most importantly for a lot of us, the safety of officers that are out there with so many things that are out there that are potential dangers. Let's reduce what we can. Let's not put them in harm's way when we can avoid it. So I appreciate, Mike, your experience and your expertise from the field. John, your expertise on building a solution with Zebra in partnership with Connection. I, for all of you that are listening, if you are interested in learning more about how to implement the solution to to reduce your costs and increase your safety, uh, reach out to your Connection account manager. You can also visit us at www.connection.com to get more information. And on whatever platform you are listening to this podcast on today, please remember to like, share, and follow so you can be the first to hear all new episodes like this and how to improve technology and improve your efficiency across the board. Uh, Mike, John, thank you so much for joining today's episode. Super informative. I really appreciate your time. Thank you, Penny. Thank you, Penny.